definitely living in times where there is so much uncertainty. You know, we go through life and everybody says, oh, we all have to die. You know, sooner or later we have to die. But when you are living in a situation where that event is more than 50%, I don't know if it's 50%, but you know, much more likely than just, you know, chance or whatever of happening, say, within the next two months or three months. And, and it's not that you are sick, um, it's that you're going about your daily life as normal. And um, you, you, we may not be talking to each other. We don't know which one of us is not going to be here in two months. Um, that is a stark reality that we have to deal with, that we are dealing with at present. And, and it's, it's a terror um, if we have to dwell on it. However, because human beings are resilient, both mentally and physically, we, we're dealing with it and are able to carry on. So tonight, I am, tonight I'm going to have a conversation about how one of the ways in which we can deal with the current situations. And, and there's a, a common saying, a cliche, that says that the best form of defense is a good offense. And, and, and because the virus is attacking us at the level of our health, one of the ways that we can go on offense is to find ways to, to strengthen our system, boost our bodies, so that we can mount an offense or, or at the very least, we will have a defense in place so that if the, if the coronavirus does come at us, it's going to have a struggle to overcome our resistance. One of the ways that we can do that in strengthening our immune system is by the, the ingestion, the eating of what you call probiotics. Probiotics have been becoming more popular in the last few years. We find it in fermented foods, we find it in yogurts, and so on. Um, and a, a good example of a, of, a, of a probiotic is yeast. Yeast is a, 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 an organism that uh, we use in bread. So similar, similar type of concept. So my guest tonight is co-owner and he's the vice president of operations of a company based in Milwaukee called Wasina. Those of you who are Dominican roots or St. Lucian would recognize the word Wasin as a, as a Creole word. The root, the root of a tree is a Wasin. So that company is called Wasin Incorporated, and that, that should give you a big hint that there is some connection in there with the Caribbean, with either St. Lucia, Dominica, or Haiti, one of the Creole-speaking islands. Well, it's I'm going to speak of a fellow Dominican, a son of the soil, who is co-owner of the company Wasin Inc. You can go to wasininc.com and see the work that they're doing. They, they, they're very involved in doing research and development for the agricultural industry in the area of microorganisms, probiotics, and so on. So I'm going to take a quick break. We'll listen to a little bit of the CARICOM anthem, and when we come back, my guest, Mr. Jeff Bellot, and I are going to have a conversation that I think you will find very fascinating and very interesting. So let's listen to Mikkel do some of the character and not a whole lot, because I, I, I know Jeff has quite a lot of information to share with us that you will find relevant at this time. So I want, so 
let me not be remiss and not say good night, special good night to you, my listeners. My long-term listeners, welcome back every Wednesday. You join me, and I appreciate so much your company. I appreciate the fact that you make this week interview part of your weekly schedule. Tonight is your first time as a guest. Welcome as well. I hope you find uh, our conversation interesting enough to bring you back and keep you coming back. I want to turn you into one of my long-time listeners. That's my, that's my objective. And if you're listening to me in Dominica, we Dominican folks can get us, obviously, on tdnradio.net. Also, we are available as an app. You can get the TDN Radio app on the iOS um, store if you have an Apple device or on the Android Play Store if you have an Android-based device. We're in there. If you look for TDN All-in-One, TDN AIO, you will find our app in there. Also, you can also get TDN Radio on whichever app that you use to listen to your online radio. There is TuneIn, and, and there is also My Radio Hot. If you go to My Radio Hot, you can search for TDN Radio, or you can go in the, in the genre that is a little bit Caribbean, and you will find it. TDN Radio there. We also have a podcast uh, available on tdnradio.net. If you go there, you can find all, a lot of the past programs, not only of this week in interview, but all the other great programs that we have on TDN Radio. One of the programs I will point out to you is on a Friday from 10 to 12 Eastern Time. Uh, Sam, Sam jo- does a um, a, a program called FYI Fridays, where he does a lot of entertainment, but a lot of interesting interviews and news and so on. And I uh, usually call him uh, for the last half hour, between by 12.30 on a Friday, and we talk about the the topics that's in the news. Uh, so you can find all those past programs on um, on our podcast if you go to tdnradio.net. If you listen to a program, I go back there um, and three and four times, and every time... I discover things that I had not picked up the first three times I listened to it. So there's so much information in the This Week in Interview um, programs that listening to it one time is a disservice. You have to listen to it two and three times. And every time you listen, you pick up on something else that you hadn't heard before. So let's do Michael and Destin real quick. And when I come back, I will be joined on the line by Mr. Jeff Bellot the Vice President of Operations of Wasin Incorporated. So let's listen to Mikael. From many distant lands Our forefathers came Some seeking adventure Some bound in chains Through battles waged and and pain by test of their courage our freedom was gained in homage to those gone before us the heroes of lands in the sun we vow to join hands and to focus on building one Caribbean raise your voice Caribbean pride Sing it loud and strong Feel our hearts beat as one 
Thank you for staying with me through the break. Uh, this is this week in interview on TDN Radio. Uh, I, tonight I have a special treat for you. Uh, it's really we we are in a time where our health is front and center in our minds, and we know that our our health is so strongly associated with what we eat, and so. Tonight, I have a, a very accomplished son of the soil who is making a huge contribution towards um, bettering, improving the diet that we eat, not just in Dom, not definitely not only in Dominica, but in the U.S. and, um, and worldwide. My guest, as I told you before the break, is uh, Mr. Jeff Bellot of Wasin Incorporated. Uh, which is located in Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He's going to tell you more about himself and about the work that he does. Um, but uh, again, it's a pleasure for me to to be the host of this weekend interview. I get to speak with all of these interesting and accomplished people. And uh, it's always a pleasure to share those conversations with you. So let's give a warm welcome to Jeff. Jeff, it's not your first time on this weekend interview. It's not your first time on TDN Radio, but it's always a pleasure to have you on. So welcome back. Well, thank you, Mr. Dragel. Thank you for having me on this week interview program. It's a great program, and I always feel honored to be um, on the program with you. Uh, as I said, every time I talk with you, I always learn something new myself. So it's a pleasure to be here this evening, and um, let me say good evening to your listeners. Yes, certainly. Um, that's the objective of this week in interview, is to make sure that we have something that our listeners can take away, something that they can act on, something that they can do tonight, tomorrow, this week, uh, to, to make a difference in their own personal lives and the lives of their community. So, Jeff, I'm going to give you a minute, uh, a while to introduce yourself because the, from the time, the last time you were here, we've picked up quite a few additional listeners. Uh, so I need you to introduce yourself to, to the audience and give them a little bit of a background, take your time and, um, and, and give them a set the stage for our conversation tonight. Great. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with me, um, I'm Stevenson Jeff Bellot, known as Jeff Bellot, um, originally from the southern tip of Dominica, um, historic community of Scotland, and um, grew up as a little boy, young boy in, in Dominica, and I always 
um, see that, um, you know, coming from Scottsdale, I always say I'm not imported from Scottsdale. Actually, I was born at my mother's house in Scottsdale. These were the good days where you had midwives and all of that. So I always feel good about that, that I was born at my mother's house by a midwife. <laughs> but um, I'm Dominican, and um, I've been, um, um, have quite a bit of different interesting um, positions um, as a young person, part of the Super Scottsdale Ghana Village Council. Actually, I was the youngest person to ever touch that pose there, worked on um, the village council and started youth groups, working youth development division, very involved in the community. Then um, in, in 95, I actually took a job with Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, where I quickly was promoted to different positions, actually ended up working a show in Miami, um, recruiting um, employees um, for Royal Caribbean. And, um, it was a lot of work, but it was fortunate I felt blessed. I get to see pretty much every corner of the world except mainland Africa um, with that job I had for about five and a half years. So uh, that was a very good job. And from there, actually, I met my wife, and that's how um, working in a cruise ship come to um, Wisconsin, and where I started working at a small company called Ag Tech Products, uh, which then later sold to um, Denisco, actually, a Danish company. And then Denisco actually ended up um, being sold to DuPont, which is a mighty company, um, global. And um, what I did there really was I started um, um, at the lower level, pretty much, you know, cleaning the floors and, and sweeping the floors and helping mixing products and learning it. Eventually, uh, went to Milwaukee with Technical College, um, where I did some courses and then followed microbiology very seriously. And um, here we are today. Um, the company sold, and um, you know my job was moved to Rochester, New York, and I decided not to go. I was offered a pretty good package to go, but um, I look at this thing and I said, you know what, I can start my own business um, with some other small customers. So we started Watson Incorporated um, in 2013 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where Watson Incorporated um, is a company that does research and development for the agricultural industry, uh, which includes, but not limited to, um, silage inoculant, um, plant, we do stuff for plants, um, flowers, livestock, uh, wastewater treatment, municipal systems, aquaculture, and we, we do some other areas um, quite a bit in agriculture um, as well. Uh, we also do a lot of research um, for the use of probiotics in human um, use, and also we manufacture products for agriculture and for human consumption. So we, we do quite a bit of those very um, latest cutting the technology um, we've been using um, as of at our facility in Milwaukee. Um, actually, um, from when we started 2013 to uh, where we started at a, um, a 1,000-square-foot uh, 1, building renting, then we went to 2,000-square-foot, and today we have a 5,000-square-foot building. So we have grown significantly, and even at our current location, we just added a new um, lab where we're going to be doing really serious research and development into more details on how those probiotics perform, how they interact, not just in the gut, but like if you were to put them outside, what happened? And then we are getting to immunology and very technical stuff here. Um, that's one of the things we do at Wasin. 
and also I'm the president of Curry Seed, which is also a company um, we actually registered in the Commonwealth of Dominica, where we do um, curry feed, really develop and manufacture animal feed for the Caribbean market um, using the latest technology in science. Um, for example, like curry feed, one of the things we do, um, all our products are antibiotic free and we use probiotics in the feed that help um, the animal immune system, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And then um, one of the things also, like carry, um, the, the probiotic is in the carry feed, it's to, um, really to boost, um, to boost the immune system in animals. So we, we do a lot of trials and research and um, one of the things we do these trials and research and studies is to really see how we can increase production of carry feed, how we can help the farmers save money by increasing production, um, give, um, I'm sure you heard of FCR, you know, we'll talk about that later, what is FCR, what is that, and how does that work? So these are um, a general idea of who I am and what we do um, um, here. So, so what is your position in, in Wasin? I am um, the one of the owners of Watson. My wife and I own Watson Incorporated. Um, I am, so we, we own Watson, we started it. And what we, when we started the business, one of the things we did was that um, we, in Milwaukee, they tried to give uh, minorities, whether, for example, you are a people of color or you're African-American or, or you know, Asian, whatever, Matimonics, um, or if you're a woman, for example, um, they intend to give more incentive for business startups. So then, you know, you could get loans and grants much easier. So my wife, when we heard about this, I uh, made it become the CEO, which she didn't want to, but it, it helped us to be where we are today. And I am actually the vice president of operations. So I am actually seeing all the operations in manufacturing and work directly with the researchers and the lab. Okay. And at Carry Feed, I'm the president of um, Carry Feed. It's a Dominican registered company, and um, I own 51 percent of that company as well. Okay, so awesome, Jeff. So you, you gave us a lot to unpack. So 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 let's <laughs> let's go back and 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 take it into bite sizes where where the audience who might be a little less technical like myself. Um, can can digest it, but you know, pun intended. Uh, so, you said you do research and development for the agriculture industry, and you you talk about flowers and and different plants and livestock. Uh, the last time you were here, we never delved into the human aspect of it, so I want to spend some time later um, talking about that aspect of it. But when you do research and development um, for agriculture in terms of, let's start with flowers, because we wouldn't spend a lot of time in there, but, but yeah. flowers and plants, what, what exactly are you looking to do with that aspect of the agricultural research? Question, Tony, um, because a lot of people don't realize um, flower has become a blooming business. It's, um, um, the, I don't have the exact number with me um, the last time I look at it. And, and let me say this, uh, I, um, one of the things we do at Watson, and we're looking for some of that as well in the current with carry seed, is that we try to look at um, flowers, for example. People send flowers across the country. Sometimes people send flowers overseas. And one of the things with flowers is that some of them are very sensitive and it seems to die pretty quickly. So one of the technologies we use is how do we keep flowers fresh? How do you keep the flower natural and how do you keep it fresh? So um, some of these, um, we, we did some work and, and um, 
we have to, re uh, I cannot give too much detailed information because some of these have um, products I'm about to talk about have patent pending. Yeah, they're proprietary, the okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there are some patent pending in the United States. So one of the things that I can tell you is when you get flowers, you cut flowers and, and you put them in water, you put the wrap stuff around it in sponge and with that. The thing that happened is that there's a, and I wish I could mention that name, but I'm, uh, I'm just going to reference like what you, um, you know, like the foam bottom part, you put the flower in it, the hole. There's a product that's going to be coming out, and I don't know which name they want to give it. So that part of the um, flower, what do we do when they cut the flower? There's a probiotic that we did some research on what it does, because that, I can mention the probiotic, the, the species of it, it, it it's a bacillus strain. And there are two different types of bacteria, um, probiotics. You've got bacillus strains, and you've got lactobacillus strains, and you've got probes, and you've got yeast, and you've got other strains. But bacillus, for example, is something that's all around us, we're not aware of. It comes from the soil. So what bacillus is very good at, it's very stable, it's unlike lactobacillus strains that goes in, that have to be refrigerated. That's why if you find them in yogurt, they have to be refrigerated. Mm. But this one behave differently. So when you, we put the bacillus into the floor, and then we did, we actually run, it, it, I think it was 61 or 62 different plants. Um, we, do, we did one in Manitoba, Canada. Um, we did for, for cooler temperature just to see the difference of the type of flowers to grow there and the greenhouse and how it reacts into the cold. So, so what you're focusing on, Jeff, is is for the flowers to last a long time after you receive them. Is that what it is mostly? That is the main idea behind it. Mm -hmm. So so we did with um, flowers that go in the cooler places, you know, like and you have to travel far. And then we also did some in the south in the US. And and we did we did a very small um, um we did a very small trial. Um, in um, the Caribbean, which didn't, it worked well, but the, 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 the people who were running it, you know, they were not able to, to get certain materials. So that did actually perform much better than we expected. So anyway, what does that business does? It keeps the flower fresh. It, it produces it, it, it produces what you would consider food to the flower. So instead, um, the flower is being tricked that it, it is not in the soil anymore, but it feels like it is in the soil. So it gives it a base of soil. And then what happens, it keeps the flower fresh, like the flower is still growing from that. So when you get that, when you get that bouquet of flower, it's shaped in a way, for example, if you buy it, that's why um, these things, um, um, they have a patent pending on it because they want to make it different ways, like different size base or, or if you get a bowl or whatever you want to put the flower into. And when you get that flower, it is guaranteed that flower can last as many as 31 days. Wow. It's dropped. Mm -hmm. Now, what, what, what we found very interesting, Tony, in the Caribbean, we have so many resources. What we found, we took the very type of, same type of flower and did that um, with a flower from the Caribbean and we run the trial a much shorter way. We use half the amount of bacteria or probiotic into the Caribbean flower and actually we thought that it was going to last half of the 31 days. It actually lasted 28 days which was quite interesting right. and this is what is the deal. So unfortunately the contract is up with that company. We did the work we wanted to do for them so it's up to them now to take it to the next level. So this is one of the things that um, probiotic yeah, so that, Jeff, that gives me a good, a very good illustration of the type of work that Wasin does. So, so companies who have products out there will come to you and say, okay, this is my product. 
Um, this is my objective in terms of improving it. Um, can you design whatever it is? And, and you guys go to the lab and you, and you design a product or, 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 or using probiotics or, or, or these organisms to, to try to enhance your clients' products. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting from what you say you do. Yes. Exactly, and, and what makes us different, really, Tony, you rightly said, is that we, and livestock is very similar thing, that we would go, farmer A would say, you know what, I, I you know, I, I got 20,000 birds, and for some reason, whenever, you know, the birds um, get to a few weeks old, you know, they, they, they're all losing feathers, or I lose half of it, I die, and all of that. So what we would do, we, we, we would do the same thing, we would go to the facility, so we will ask a bunch of questions and go to the facility. We'll take samples from feed, water, feces, um, um, take some air, um, do some environmental monitoring. We take that, all this information, we bring it to our lab, and then we look at um, the possible pathogens or what the situation could be. Then what, when we find the possible problem is a pathogen or, or a bad bacteria, we then take that and we take a probiotic and screen against it, a, a few of them, because we have to try, we were not sure what we're dealing with, mm-hmm. especially if New strain of that bacteria, and then what we what we do actually we strain we screen those probiotic against that pathogen, and the one that gives us the best result, we then look into it further, and then that's how we develop product, and then we, that's where we make um, company specific product. Um, CFP, we, what, what we have a CFP, what you call company specific product. So if Tony to say to me, hey, you know, this is what is happening, we go there and then we develop a probiotic directly to target that. And most times those probiotics are bacillus strains because they are very stable and able to work. So we also own some strains on our own. We have helped develop and, and that's what set us apart and that's what we able to do to help a lot of farmers so, and not just farmers mm-hmm. in, in the livestock industry but also in aquaculture, aquaponics and you know like, like flowers and soil and all that. So I, I was about to ask you about the um the the probiotics and so if they're naturally occurring and then you said you guys were able to this de- develop some of your own strains and um, mm-hmm. like so you do that because um, that's some like fascinating and sophisticated work where where uh, I mean on a on a macro scale on a, on a visible scale you see a farmer may have different types of cattle or he breed, he has a strong bull and he's using that bull with a with a strong um, cow and, and and so on. Is that something similar to like what you all do? Like where you mix and match different types of those microorganisms to, to produce new new strains? Well, not quite, because the, the probiotic is naturally in the air. Mm-hmm. That's why they are GMO, um, you know, um, that, that's why they're GMO-free, you know, like they're all natural organisms. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, we would we would pick probiotics from plants. Uh, we would pick it from the soil. Depends on what we're trying to look for. Um, a lot of probiotics actually really, not a lot, all of them really come, or come from nature. Um, sometimes you capture them through, through, you can dig the soil and it is here, especially bacillus strains, that's where they are. The lactobacillus strains, I mean, some of these things people may be hearing about probiotic now simply because of um, the coronavirus and the doctors are saying 
build your immune system, but probiotic has been around a long time and people never aware of it. Some sausage and cheese company they use them. So really, it's all in nature, and you know, the way this it starts very small. It, it starts from like a single cell, like a like a little seed. If you think of a little seed, mm-hmm. um, and then we take it and then we upscale it. So when you take it, you have to do a lot of work on it to realize the possibility or the potential that it has. And one of the good signs of the potential it has when you have it in a little seed and you put it in that valve to grow, once you start seeing growth and that it is growing in a very clean way, you know, hey, we got something good. But I mean, to be quite frank, a lot of money is spent on developing um, those, those parts. So it's almost like how if you're a baker and you, you put your yeast and you start your yeast growing before you, so you can use it in your bread to raise your bread. Is that is a, is a similar type of environment where you use a substrate and you grow mm-hmm. your 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 microorganism that way? Very similar to that. Okay. Um, it is it, very similar to that. I mean, one of the other ways to look at it in the layman language, think of a brewery who make beer. Um, it's ferment, it's ferment, it's fermentation. So mm-hmm. it's really very similar because they, the, um, that's why you have fermenters who are very good at growing lactobacillus, certain lactobacillus strains and certain bacillus strains because you don't, you cannot have one facility where you grow both of them because they can contaminate each other and then you, you have serious problem on your head. Okay. So, so we talk about, we talk about plants and flowers and so on. Uh, let's talk about livestock. Talk about the work that you do for farmers. Uh, I know you do it not just in the U.S. I know you do it for, for, for farmers all over the U.S. and internationally as well. So give us a little insight into, into the, what you do, Wasin Incorporated does um, in that, in that frame. So livestock is very fascinating. Um, it's very interesting um, with livestock because Tony, one of the things a lot of us don't understand or realize rather, a lot of the food we eat contains high volume of antibiotics. And, and I want to take some time to explain this. And um, for the listeners, you know, this whole thing of the probiotic you want to use, later I'll, I'll talk about the ones you should look for food and you can probably get a pen and paper ready because I'm going to be calling some names um, and I'll start them too for the listeners so when they go to the store they can be more educated on, on, on the probiotic they should look for. But it's livestock. It's, it's, it's simple with it's antibiotic and probiotic. So what happened is that, Tony, back in the day, and some people still do that, a lot of companies still do that, they add a lot of antibiotic into animal feed. So what happened is that when these animals eat this antibiotic feed, depends on the level of antibiotic into the feed. Remember, you feed feeding chicken boilers down the road to slaughter and then six to eight weeks, they're going to become, you know, chicken wings for us and drumstick and whole leg for us. Right. All of mm-hmm. that. Right. So when those foods, if they have a high content of antibiotic, that antibiotic now, they raise antibiotic, you know, hormones and all of that. What ends up happening is that when we consume this meat, we are transferring the antibiotic into our system. And unfortunately, in some places, um, and, and that has been regulated a lot now um, by the USDA, but in some places, what they do, unfortunately, people, imagine a guy with, you know, serious, like a, a cow, for example, is expensive, nice, take you growing, um, you know, cattle, and then all of a sudden you get a disease, and then you have to destroy it, you lose all your money. So sometimes people try to use them, and then they get it into the food source, and that's why you have all these recalls, because 
they, it went through when they realized, oh boy, those pigs were sick or those cattle were sick. And if you don't catch it on time, what happened, we end up eating that, it passed on to us. Right. So antibiotic, you now, when you eat it, when you eat, it, it comes to the food, but people ask, well, how do I get it into me without a, a prescription? Well, a lot of the food we eat contains it, and that's just a reality. And what happens is that when you take all this antibiotic in, you get that you go to the doctor, the doctor gives you a prescription for antibiotics. You're going to say to yourself, but doc, the medicine didn't really work. Well, it's not that the medicine did not work. It's because that we have so much antibiotic in our system that your body becomes resistant to antibiotics. So what happens, right? They give you a higher dose of antibiotic. Well, if you look at most medications prescribed, they also have a fair share of side effects. Mm-hmm. So this is this is where the whole thing, the conversation gets interesting, the whole thing of immune system getting into um, communicable disease and non-communicable disease. Okay, so, so before we go there, Jeff, let, let, let me stay a little bit on the antibiotic, because we, yes. we talk about plants and now we're talking about animals. When we were talking yes. about plants, I get the feeling that what you're proposing is almost as if you're a farmer and you have, you're growing lettuce or cabbage and mm-hmm. you have some um, worms or, or, or caterpillars that's destroying your crop and you have two mm-hmm. options you can spray it with chemical yeah. right? and then you run the risk that that chemical gets into that plant and when you eat it you, that, that chemical comes in your body or you can try to use natural means things that already that's exist that can mm-hmm. that can beat back those those pests and so on that so that they they they're naturally occurring and so the, the the side effects and the risk to the people who eat the the lettuce and the cabbage and the carrot is less similarly you have weeds instead of using um weedicide um gramoxone yeah. and these other things you can apply a different technique that doesn't require those so 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 when you now we talk about in the animal realm and we talk about you have maybe some kind of worms or some kind of attack on your livestock mm-hmm. you can inject it with antibiotics which is the equivalent of using a pesticide or you mm-hmm. can you can boost which is where you were heading. You can boost yes. the animal immune system and therefore give the animal the ability to naturally fight against whatever is attacking exactly. it and save the hood that way. Right? That, that's what I'm, is, that, is that a good, um, fair yes. thing of what you say? Yes, that is right. Because um, what I was getting to is when you about the antibiotic, mm-hmm. um, you know, people look at it as a quick fix. Mm-hmm. Yes, most of it is you give it a shot of antibiotic and then you know that feels better. But now, if you look at and, and, and what I want to explain you clearly is cost. The farmer is gonna say this is this some very good, but boy, that must be expensive. Really, it's not Tony. Because if you think about it, some of the products we made, and I am just gonna give range number because we are a private label company. And then we work with quite a bit of different people. Um, but for example, if you are buying a feed with um, antibiotic-free, if you're buying a feed with probiotic, like what we make, or um, what we, we make an additive to add into the feed, you are probably paying, like, like in some cases, you are, you are looking at somewhere between 
19 and 22 cents per head per day. I mean, that's what you pay per head per day, like in dairy cows, or, or if you're looking at um, chicken, for example, it's it, even less expensive. You're looking about it, you know, somewhere around like 18 to 24, 25 cents at a high end, um, per treated ton. Because what the way the, the stuff we make is so good to me that you can use one pound of that, one pound of the probiotic, one pound. Imagine one pound, equivalent of 454 grams, can mix into 2,000 pounds of feed wow. to feed the animals. Now, that, if you think about that, it's costing you cents per day. So when you go and then you use an antibiotic, the vet, you have to pay the trip for the vet to come on the farm, you have to pay for the medication, you have to pay for all that. It costs you way more in the long run. And at the end of that, you have the risk of that fee, that 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 meat when you get to the market now, it might be great differently than the one on probiotic. So it's really a win-win situation for the farmer. Now, how does that all work? How does that make sense? The whole thing of FCR and, and what does that mean and what is even thinking? So probiotic Tony is a maintenance program. That's the difference with antibiotic. Probiotic, when you take it, it takes approximately, it depends on the size of the animal and depends on the environment, it takes somewhere around two weeks to really colonize into the animal system to fight the bad bacteria, which is very similar to the human and we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. So what happened is that when you keep the animal on the probiotic, the chances of it getting sick is less. So it, it, it will boost for you production, you see production increase. Well, why production is increasing? What does that mean? So if you, for example, dairy farmers, you know, like they use the probiotic, they can get more milk, they can get much better quality milk. So then they can take the calves up quickly and we make product for the calves and then the farmer then can use that milk and that's why we drink, we buy at the grocery store and bring home as milk. So, the whole food chain, um, I don't know how many people are think about it, the whole food chain, if you look at the whole food chain, especially this time, the work farmers are doing is so important. And I know a lot of times we want our kids to go to school to be a doctor and a nurse and a scientist, but farmers are so important. And these are the people that really feed us, these are the people that really help that food get to our home, and we never think about it that way. So. That's why probiotic is important if it's in a maintenance thing. It, it, it's just natural, healthier, and then the, the way it helps the farmer too. For example, I can speak of a trial we, we conducted um, side by side um, in Dominica. We had a farmer, um, I, I can say, he, actually I can tell you his name, um, he's our, 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 um, our carry field rep in the Commonwealth of Dominica. His name is Mr. Charles Gadier from Salisbury. Mm-hmm. This gentleman, interestingly, he can testify to, um, that to anybody that he used to use different feed that was on, on, available on the market. And then when he heard about the feed, he went to the Ministry of Agriculture, he spoke to a certain person, and a certain person had um, some stories in Cuba and heard about Peradic. And Mr. Gadier said, when I told that to, to Dr. So-and-so, the person said, what? You sure? I studied it in school and I never think that I will live to see the day this thing become reality. So he had a background, but he told the guy to use that. This is the kid who did a probiotic for it. Tony, this is a serious matter. This is for farmers who listen why this is so important. These gentlemen had so many pigs, and, and he's one the, the guy that have a lot of, you know, they were like the largest like for farmers in pigs, one of one of the largest in the island. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he had all these pigs. The gentleman lose almost $60,000 because the pigs, his pigs were dying. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. He switched the field to carry feed with the probiotic in it. And, and I can tell you, there are three different strains in there. Very good strain. We have done some research with as well. 
six months. If you do the math, the man was able to save $10,000 a month by switching the feed where he had zero mortality. His, his pigs grew so much better and he was able to get him to market and end up making breaking even. And that day, he, he, was really, he worked really hard to get me. It took him months. He got all of me. And he said to me, Mr. Bellot, I want to sell your feed because this was my experience. And all it was good, just to make sure it was not a fluke. I want to try it again. Mm-hmm. And the man that, and he was like, wow, this is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like this. Now, this may sound like magic, but the fair thing here is, in some of the Caribbean islands and in, in some Latin American countries, the environment there is not as sterile on the farm as compared to the U.S. So you're obviously going to get way better results in, in an environment that is really bad versus an environment that is sterile. Because when you do the studies in, in the lab, you're going to get much, uh, the, the results in the lab going to look great. And so when you put it to the field, it may not work well, but it depends on where it goes. And so so you, you're saying that the, the, the load, the, the, the concentration of, um, if bad for what, lack of a better word, but, but, but microorganisms that will adversely affect the, mm-hmm. the well-being, the state of the livestock, is higher in the Caribbean than in the U.S., that what you say? Yes, in some places in the Caribbean, because what happened is that you don't have really a good treatment program in other islands. I can pick up Dominica, where, um, you know, like we have seen, we have used the feed in, in poultry farmers. Um, the tibumos, a lot of the feed they use down there is sometimes in places eight, ten weeks, some, some of them six to eight weeks. And But our feed, um, people starting to see results um, in broilers chicken. I mean, after two weeks, they start mm. to see the birds grow very well and they're able to get them to market uh, even four and a half to six weeks. Wow. That's because normally seven weeks, no? Yeah, I mean, four to six weeks. I mean, if, you, if you're one of those farmers, you don't keep your environment well and stuff, you might go to the seven, eight weeks. But if you are the farmers that follow the carry feed, a recommendation, um, feeding rate and procedure, you can get, you can get your prescript to market. And not only that, Tony, um, we have also did the study where we compared the feed, um, the carry feed product, um, the farmers actually are saving $70 per 50 pound bag. So that may look like a lot, but you buy 10 bags of feed, that's $70 back in your pocket. No, certainly that's a lot of money because the, the profit margins are not that high, right? No, they're not. They're not because it, it, it's all it's all quantity, and that's where FCR comes in, which stands for um, feed conversion ratio. Mm-hmm. So you are, so so with probiotics, you know, you you get better FCR, you you get better conversion ratio when you use it with probiotic, unlike the antibiotic feed. And, and it's unfortunate. Um, I had discussions um, with the Ministry of Agriculture before, and um, if you even go back podcasts on the on DBS News. Um, when they talk about the ban certain chemicals to Dominica, and I went and I said, you know, this is great, but we need to go beyond that. We need to look at banning the use of antibiotics into animal feed that has been um, sold into Dominica. We need to look at also reducing um, the use of antibiotic food that's coming into the country, and that's why it is good to build a robust um, food security system. And I believe, Tony, in an island like Dominica, with a population of 60-some thousand people, this is one of the islands you have the terror. You, you got the land, you, you, you got the soil, you know, you, you have hardworking people. This is an island I really believe should be able to sustain itself with food security. Very simple. And I did the map and I looked, the more I think about it, the more I realize this is one of the islands in the Caribbean that 
should be standing out as an island that should be able to feed itself very easily. Because there's a lot of resources you can do. Um, I, I, I got some report according to the Central Palestinian Division of the Commonwealth of Dominica. I got um, some report from Palestinian there. And before Maria, the, um, you know, the island was reported somewhere between seven million US dollars just on chicken and pork and for food. That's yep. a lot of money. That's a lot. So Imagine you can go and you can raise those broilers and stuff like that into your system. There's already an abortion in place. And you can cut that by even 50%. That's over $8 million that can go to building roads and schools and all but, but But not only that, Jeff. I, I'm looking at it from a private sector point of view. That means that there's an $8 million opportunity in Dominica to... <laughs> to be filled by by local um, entrepreneurs you know what i mean if if we if we import that that amount of food it means that somebody or a company can step into that space produce the food and replace some of that export and how many million dollar businesses we have in dominica you know that would make that would make a tremendous difference uh, and employment and, and at all levels I, I I will tell you something I went to grammar school in the 1980s I was in grammar school from 78 to like 83 84 and um, the food FAO food and agricultural organization mm. used to have essay competitions and I remember I, en I entered the essay competition as a schoolboy high school boy. And the title of the essay competition was, What Can My Country Do to Contribute Towards the Goal of Food for All by the Year 2000? Remember, yeah, you remember that mm -hmm. used to be a goal, Food for All by the Year 2000. Yeah. 2000, yeah. yeah we, millennium. We're 20 years that. beyond. That was one of, the, one of the millennium goals, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Food for All by the Year 2000. And um, I remember I wrote an essay saying that what Dominica can do to contribute towards that goal is to become food sufficient for its own self. And, mm -hmm. and, I, and I won that essay competition. It was the original competition. Oh, I won that essay competition. That's a long time ago. But the point I'm making is that what you're saying right now is a, is a dream and a vision that has been existing in the people of Dominica from since independence. We became independent in 1978. And, mm -hmm. and it's around that time that, you know, you used to have all of that, you know, hype about agriculture. And, it, you know, the farmers were starting to get into a point where they were proud to be a farmer. And, and the, the students, the, the, the children of farmers in schools used to be, the students, with, with, you know, that used to look like they come from more affluent families. Mm -hmm. And so it's a shame to see that, you know, 40 years later, 50 years later, um, we are further away from being food sufficient than we were in 1980 or 1985. <laughs> and so the work that Watson is doing in reintroducing um, natural ways of producing food, natural ways of raising livestock, because we've always had an issue with livestock, raising of livestock, a lot of importation of chicken and salt fish and all of that. Uh, and so, I, you know, I, I'm really happy and heartened to hear the work that you, that, that your company is doing in Dominica, introducing probiotics and so on. So, now, as I said, the last time you were here, we did not talk about your company producing um, products for human consumption. Mm -hmm. 
And I heard you mention that as we uh, as we are talking. So I'm very curious for you to, if you as much as you can, uh, give us a little bit of an insight into Wasin's work in producing um, products for human consumption. Well, what happened is that when, when I gave the story earlier on when we started, um, we rented a small location, and then you know we would just rent a small location, and you know <laughs> the, the the truth is I look at my wife, I said, well, you know, like if we can work small, a small company, I think um, we can have this to pay for kids' college, or you know we can survive. And what ended up happening is that um, when people heard about us because of the work they know we've done, like you know we have, we we have done some work. Uh, um, create some products. We quickly get um, some companies we never heard of call us and they tell us, hey, you know, um, we would really like you guys to do some work for us. We started the animal taste. And then we we came from where we were, we entered the new facility, and then we became, um, you know, hastic, um certified. And then we became also um, another company came and said, you know, I really like you guys' facility are very clean, you know, I would like you guys to do some stuff for human consumption. So we told them, well, we are capable of doing it. Everything we clean is as human consumption grade. But then they tell us, well, um, you know, we, we really like to try, but we told, we, you know, so we go back and forth. So we went for certification. Um, the certification is um, FS, um, FSC, FSSC um, certifications, which is, um, is, is to deal with food certification, safety mm-hmm. certification. Mm-hmm. And then um, we, we were like, okay, you know, it might take us two years. So we went and then they came with the auditors came and from Wisconsin Department of Agriculture as well and food, Wisconsin Department, um, Wisconsin Health, um, Public Health. So they came and they looked at what we did and uh, they were so amazed. They thought that we've been making everything we make is for human consumption. We say, no, we treat everything, you know, like human consumption. Exactly. So we got mm-hmm. And the company came and they said to us, we would like you guys to work with us. And we, you know, we're looking at each other like, oh, this is serious business. So we, we're confident. We have our microbiology lab. We didn't have our new lab yet. And then we started working into that like last year. So what we did, we developed, we worked with this company and they, they already had a brand into a particular yogurt that is out there. Mm-hmm. And then they sent us their yogurt, they sent us orders and then we tested those products. So we went to them and said, you know, this is the truth. Um, you know, you're really losing a lot of money because this is with the strings that you are using, but they are not providing. And you may want to look at your formulation. So uh, because we're a private label company, we said to them, if you want us to do the work, um, we can make recommendations, we can help you develop something, which we thought they're going to be like, well, no, we will do our own thing. So they came back to us and said, we really need your help. But are we, we're talking about a massive company in the food industry. And then we, we worked with them. And what they didn't realize, those is not all provided the same way. And providers are funny. Tony, anything that is alive, it is meant to survive. Right. It's not a fact to survive. Whether mm-hmm. it's a good bacteria, whether it's a bad bacteria, whether it's a baby, whether it's an adult. You could be 99 years old and you really sick, but you want to fight to survive. And right. it's survival. So, long story short, we started developing that for them. And then they saw the amount of money they were able to save um, with what we were able to recommend, we were able to make, and then they provided it to life. 
So that's how our start with probiotic into human consumption training. And of course, I will tell you uh, the truth too about that other side of the story. When they realized they would be capable to do for a small company, of course they came out us and they tried to make a purchase of us and we said, no, we're not interested. They tried to buy you out. <laughs> they tried to buy us out. <laughs> so I don't know how the world went out quickly. Another company actually was very good into the sausage business and cheese business. You know, we can't really make a lot of cheese. Mm -hmm. Came mm -hmm. to us and then we did some work for them, of course, they actually offer us, um, I'm going to tell you, at least uh, 20, between 24, 26% more than what the first company offers us. Mm -hmm. And um, and then, you know, which they, they try to, uh, in other words, they, they try to offer us um, seven and a half times what our sales were, not just to tell you how interested they were. Mm -hmm. So we said, no, we're not selling because we realize the potential. So that's how we get in the food industry. So what the, the question people are asking now, I'm hearing a lot about probiotics. What is probiotics? And, and for those people getting... Yes, uh, yes. Let's talk about what is probiotics and how it interacts with our bodies and all of that. Yes. So probiotic is a, is a bacteria, is a good bacteria. It's a natural organism, good bacteria um, that really help the gut. So everything is about the gut. So when you take probiotics, in your body, you've got two different populations of bacteria. So when you hear people talk about the, pop, the gut pop and population, what happens is that when you take probiotics, it, it increases your immune system by building up cell walls, good walls, to fight bad bacteria. So in your gut, you've got good and bad bacteria. So the job of the probiotic is to increase the population of the good bacteria. So then the bad bacteria could be defeated. Remember, we spoke earlier on about anything that is alive is going to try to survive. Right. So the bad bacteria want to win. So the probiotic now, when it increases its population, it's going to defeat the bad bacteria, of course. So what ends up happening, because you have a higher level of good bacteria in your system, when you get um, sick or whatever, it, those good bacteria is going to fight it. Your body is naturally able to fight it with that medication. Mm. And that's the beauty of probiotic. So how does it work? How, what, what is that whole thing of immune system? What does that mean to me if I take a probiotic and increase my immune system? So what does that really mean? It's simple. The way probiotic works is that it takes approximately two weeks. Um, to colonize in your system, to, to establish itself, to find the good bacteria, to work with it in order to defeat the bad bacteria. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it's not something like, I don't want to be funny, but it's not something like, if somebody tells you, boy, I took some probiotic, that yogurt was good, the probiotic, why I feel good, why I feel nice, why, why, why even my wife feels good. No, this, is not, this doesn't work like Viagra, where in half an hour you're ready to go. No, that's a whole different thing, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> it takes about, it takes about, two weeks to establish itself, to colonize the body, to build those good walls to fight the bad bacteria. That's how that works. So what is the immune system? What does that mean? So your immune system, how does that work? How, what does that mean? A probiotic in, um, give me a good immune system and I'm able to fight disease. So when the probiotic come in here and it establish itself, its job, it's, remember we talked about antibiotics earlier, the, its job is to increase the good bacteria and destroy the bad bacteria. Unlike antibiotic, what it does when you take it, it kills Everything. not just the bacteria, mm -hmm. but it kills the good bacteria. Mm -hmm. So 
that's why when you take antibiotics, sometimes when you're coming back to life, like you're starting to better, you feel very weak and everything. You go to the bathroom, wash it, everything. Else. That's because you have to grow back good bacteria. So that's why one of the things they recommend, like we have seen, is and one of the stories we did with that company, if you got, is that when you get in a new system, if you take one of the best ways to take it is yogurt because um, if you have to take just pure probiotic it, it tastes differently mm-hmm. no I want to explain that very clearly for those people who, who want to take some notes there's a huge difference with probiotic and the different strains mm-hmm. and all probiotics really you can get probiotic uh, about a week and a half ago I listened to the national nutritionist on, on the radio programs in Dominica I was talking about it and she was proposing the question and you've know, got to give a little bit of credit somewhere because you know most nutritionists they don't take micro classes they don't understand so I mean to really people who listen to that and they were like oh, what she was talking about the way this really works is that lactobacillus strains are in yogurt but I want to explain this to people when you take a yogurt it's not because you eat yogurt that means you're going to get the use and the benefits of probiotics. I want to explain that very clearly and make that very specifically clear. It's not all yogurt that contains probiotics. Okay. And even some of the even some of the yogurt story that contains probiotics, you got to watch the label. You will see things in the label and the, some of the names to listen to to take notes all. You anytime you see lactobacillus Lactobacillus strain in yogurt. If you buy a yogurt, it's not in the fridge and it says it's got lactobacillus in it. You know what? It's dead. It's not going to do anything to you. Lactobacillus strains must be kept refrigerated. Refrigerated, right? Okay. Or in some cases frozen. Mm-hmm. So when you buy a yogurt, you look at the label and it says contains culture. Also provided one of the other names, the long term toy, it's, it's called live culture. It's a culture because that's how it deals in your system. It's alive. It's meant to survive. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right. So, you will see lactobacillus or L, they put a L, capital L with an abbreviation and then they put like acidophilus. Mm-hmm. One of the first probiotic that was done research on human beings and highly recommended and you, if you want to take my word for it, you can just Google probiotic. One of the ones that will come up is acidophilus. Mm-hmm. Lactobacillus acidophilus is a very good strain and the wonderful thing about lactobacillus is that it is stable. It, it, it's a very stable strain, meaning that it survives much longer in the yogurt, even if you have a lot of sugar and carbohydrates with it. It will survive much longer. So, so what kind of what kind of life? Let's say if I go to the shop and I pick up a yogurt and it has a date of manufacture on there, even if it's in the fridge, if or you or, I, or you bring it home and you have it in your fridge, what type of lifespan does typically a month, two months, two weeks? What what kind of time frame? Well, Tony, that's a very good question. Such a like hypothetical question. The answer to this question really is that what we recommend with probiotic, uh, uh, most pro- uh, for example, that's what I'm talking about. Acidophilus will last a year in foods if it's kept at the temperature it's supposed to be from the time of manufacture, if it's refrigerated all the way through. Oh. Now, the shelf life they give is six months. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at it, it will tell you. It will some of those probiotics and the government might say the same thing. It will tell you that 
um, two CFU, um, total CFU, two billion or one million or whatever the case, the numbers that they use, which I explained those CFU numbers in a little bit, at time of manufacturing. Mm -hmm. The catch there is it is telling you when you leave my shelf, I don't know what they do after that. So if it dies, not my fault. So it's a liability issue. <laughs> so this is what it says that. But acidophilus should last at least six months if it's still stay uh, in the refrigerator. Refrigerated, okay. Yeah. Okay. So lactobacillus acidophilus, um, which spelled A C I D O P H I L U S. That's lactobacillus acidophilus. Mm -hmm. Now, that is a good, good bacteria. That's a very, very good bacteria. It's not just, um, not help, it does not only help the immune system in the sense of digesting, but it also helps build walls that can help your immune system to grow. So it increases the good population in your gut. So then if like viruses or things that are around it, it's not that you won't get it at all, but you may get it, but it won't affect you as a person with a weaker immune system. Okay. And these are what it's explaining to you about the coronavirus, why you should take um, probiotics and vitamins or uh, the immune system. That's where the immune system comes. That's what we mean by the immune system. So remember I talk about colonize. That's a key word because the probiotics, it colonizes your system. It builds it wall, it makes itself, and it finds the bad boys. It kills the bad bacteria. And one of the things, when you start taking probiotics, you will notice, one of the quick things you will notice, you become very regular. So for example, there are some probiotics. There are people with issues going to the bathroom. Um, first thing they're going to notice after the two weeks, they're going to become very regular. If it's in the morning or in the afternoon, they're going to become very regular. They can become on a routine. That means your probiotic is start to kick in and it starts making itself and it starts destroying the, the bad bacteria in your system. So you how often to, how often people have to eat that yogurt then for them to maintain, be able to maintain a healthy um, level of that bacteria in your system? So the truth is um, when you buy probiotic, um, as I was mentioning the strains like acidophilus, lactobacillus acidophilus, lactobacillus brevis, lactobacillus KCI, lactobacillus ruteri, which is a very good strain. And as we speak, we're developing um, a product with that one of those strains to actually help um, maintain weight, weight, weight. Either you want to maintain your weight or you want to maintain your weight loss. We're also developing some. These are very good strains. How often you have to eat them? You look on this. You remember I was talking about CFU. Mm -hmm. So. When you buy a yogurt, it will say that contain um, four billion um, CFU. What does that mean? CFU. CFU really stands for it, it, um, it stands for um, colony colony forming unit per gram. So you might see CFU slash a G mm -hmm. on the yogurt. Mm -hmm. Now, the nutritionist mentioned about one million. Well, to be honest with you, if you take yogurt at one million. Tony, it's not going to do much for you. Mm -hmm. um, it's really not going to do much for you. It's like it's dead. The, recommend, the, the recommended dose for probiotic in yogurt, really to make it really work for you, you need a minimum of two billion. And two billion, people are like, what is this number? It will tell you that it will give you a two and the word billion, which is how it spells. And or it might give you a number, two billion is two with an E and one zero, so two E to the tenth, so you might see a two on a, on a E kind of on top, or you mm -hmm, might see like mm -hmm. a little bit Power of ten, uh, E ten. to the ten, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, so you see it sometimes when we learn some of the statistics numbers in school. You, <laughs> you see, you'll never use that again in your life, right? <laughs> 
No, you go to the store and you find it. Jeff, let me say quickly to listeners who may have joined us after we started. Um, this is this week an interview on TDN Radio, and my guest tonight is Mr. Jeff Bellot. You might know him as Stevenson. Jeff Bellot is the Vice President of Operations at Wasin, Wasin Incorporated, uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin-based um, company that's doing tremendous work in research and development in agriculture, uh, both with plants and livestock, and now uh, they actually do, um, doing some work with some of the major companies, uh, helping them to uh, develop and to and to have strong probiotics in their yogurt. And and uh, Jeff, I guess you guys not uh, you you said some cheeses as well, um, yes, and, and different fermented foods, that. right? Cultures, yeah. So you have people talk about cheese culture. Well, that's what they're talking about. Some of this cheese culture got probiotic. For example, one of the popular cheese like Swiss cheese, you see the small little holes and mm-hmm. stuff. One of the probiotic help with that. That's why we, you will hear people tell you Swiss cheese is good. Swiss cheese has very, very good probiotic in it as well. So, and, so I really want to, I really want to start a microbrewery, like a bre- like a beer brewing company. I need to come to you to develop my um, my cultures for me, right? <laughs> Yes, uh, depends on the culture you're looking at. In beer, um, really, the, the, the beer, the difference here with that is the fermentation side of it, where you're going to, it all depends on hops you're going to use. And mm-hmm. of course, one of the probiotics you will use is yeast. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, that's what I was talking earlier on, Tony, about probiotics, you know, the new thing, you're in it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, bakers use probiotics all the time. Yeast, um, yeast is, yeah. It's mm-hmm. probiotic. Right. <laughs> it's also uh, it's also a probiotic, but it's a different kind of probiotic. It grows differently, and it, it is a live culture also. And also, the thing about yeast when you put it into bread um, depends on the level or, or what the mix that you put into it because it is cooked. A lot of those don't survive. Like that's why when you do um, probiotic into feed, you have to be careful what you use because they cannot survive the heat. So heat survives a certain amount level of, of heat depends. On the on what you use it into the bread. So sometimes okay. you may eat the bread, and sometimes people may say, "Man, that bread smells sour." But that's because sometimes the yeast is dying into the bread, and that's what is happening. Okay, and and, and, and also I guess if I know we done like stuff before. So when you say you have an additive for feed, is that the farmer will get the probiotic and he will add it to the feed, um, or does it come yes. already? He adds it to the feed when he's feeding his livestock, right? Yes, there's two ways we do this. Like some farmers, they like to get their own feed and then they add the probiotic to it directly. So that's where the word DSM comes in, directed microbial. Mm-hmm. So what so we work with feed meals. Um, um, Tony could say to me, hey, you know, Jim down the street got a feed meal. And I want to get my feed from him, but I don't want um, the feed with antibiotics. So what we will do, we'll make an ad pack for James and then we will tell you, Tony, this is the recommendation we'll give James. The, the, you know, like how, when we make the additive pack, how to add it into making the feed for you, and then that's how, and that's where the word directed microbial comes in. So okay. instead, like, like a, a shot like an antibiotic, you get the probiotic into the feed. And which is very similar, if you think about it, it, it is very similar to the way we eat um, probiotic into, into yogurt, mm. because it's direct fed. You don't have to take the probiotic with a spoon and measure it. It is in the yogurt, so it is directly fed into, the, into you because you take it with the yogurt. But I, I want to explain this to the people who are talking about yogurt and they eat yogurt. When you eat yogurt, make sure 
some of the strains are there. And the way you know which one is alive is the way this thing should be listed. There are regulations for that. If you look at the back of the yogurt, the first lactobacillus strain you see, that's the one with the highest percentage okay. of ingredients in that. And if you see acidophilus of the most of them it will be because, you know, it, it, it becomes such a stable product and it has become a lot of people unable to produce it. So it has become less expensive than it was before, but it is a very good strain. If you see that's your first strain, you know that's good. And one of the good um, ingredients in yogurt for probiotic really is um, a new one called um, Lactobacillus ramanosis. Ramanosis is a very interesting probiotic tonin. Um, there are papers you can look at Ramanosis, um, Lactobacillus uh, ramanosis. It's spelled very interestingly too. It's R-H-A-M-A-N-O-S-O-S. Ramanosis actually, um, you look that up, it will show that it has shown some effectiveness um, against viruses. Mm. Um, so that's why you're hearing the doctors talking about, you know, keep your immune system up. Ramanosis is a very, very good strain, Lactobacillus ramanosis, Lactobacillus um, acidophilus, and another very good one that has shown very good use in humans, especially um, women, actually, is uh, the bifido strain, like the bifido infantis, bifido bifidum, bifido um, bifidum. These strains, the infantis bifidum, the salivarus, these are very good strains as well, and especially and the bifido strains, as I mentioned earlier, um, the, the product that we actually currently make um, that actually really work well um, for women, um, you know, especially women in the 40s, um, you know, like some people have issues sometimes, you know, with different things, which I'm not going to get into because of um, certain contracts and we know mm-hmm. what we do. But um, this is a strain that has worked very, very well in the system. And then you, you, you will hear strains like uh, prone bacterium, uh, propionobacterium. Propionobacterium is a very good, but this is a whole different kind of um, probiotic by itself. And, and one of the things in food that we use, some people use it in, into cheese culture and all of that. And that's a very slow growing bacteria. And, and But it's good for cheese culture and stuff like that. So when you buy a yogurt, if you see one million what does that mean to me? You have to be careful with this because one of the things it might say, you have to look and say if it said one million per serving or if it said um, one million total CFU. Now, if it's one, if it's the total CFU, what does that mean? Is that when you eat that, you have to eat that whole yogurt to get one million. So one million um, life culture, it's not going to do much for you. So that's why, you know, people say, I can eat a yogurt a day. Yes, it's going to do something better than you don't take it at all. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But when you're talking about, and there's certain product out there, and I'm sure there are people listening, maybe figure some of this out already. There's certain product out there, it's advertising TV. The truth is, they are very good for digestive system for you. And um, those there, if you see something like 2 billion, 2.5 billion, these are really what I would recommend because you're going to get a much if, uh, uh, quicker effect from those proprietary strings than, than the ones that is like 1 million and all of that. And fortunately and unfortunately, the way I should look at it is some of the probiotics that may not taste the, um, some of the yogurt that may not taste the best, sometimes actually have the more beneficial um, um, probiotic in it. And, and, and I can elaborate little details about that because of... of right, um, right, right, right. But, but, but you'll be surprised at that. So, the, 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 the probiotics, do they already exist in our system naturally or with the ones that we're introducing are uh, 
close cousins to them, so they so they interact well with them. What 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 were we really doing? Are we are we replenishing stuff that's naturally occurring inside of our system, or we we are introducing new um, new probiotics that will give us well, more benefit? Well, as I said earlier, a lot of those are already in foods that we eat, so mm -hmm. a lot of them we already have in our system. That's why it depends on your health. You may have millions, um, in some cases billions and trillions. Mm -hmm. So when you think about it, what all it does for you is it, it helps the good bacteria in your system. It loves good bacteria. It doesn't like bad bacteria. So all it does is increase the good bacteria to fight the bad bacteria. Okay. So this is really what you're doing. Some of them already eat the food. It, it, and it's interesting you ask that, Tony, because one of the things people um, listening to me will say, well, what Mr. Bennett is talking about, how do I get a bad bacteria in my stomach? How is that possible? Well, one of the things we do with Caribbean people, um, we don't know this, right? Um, whether we are in New York or in the Caribbean, or we go to the market, the farmer's market, we're like, man, look, I don't see mango, but this mango look great. Now, remember, I come in and I see Tony, I don't know who Tony shake hands with before, I shake Tony's hand, I touch my money, I take the mango, I, I put my hand, I wrap it around it, I take a bite of it. Well, what you're doing here, and this is what you're talking about, hygiene, washing hands and all of that. First of all, you don't know how far that mango came from. You don't know on the way to the mango to the, um, to the market what it come in contact with. You don't wash your hands. You don't remember the amount of people you, you, you talk to. You, you don't wash your hands. You take a bite of that mango. That's how you digest bad bacteria into your system. Another thing we Caribbean people do a lot, when we come only, you know, we like to, to put our finger at the tip of our tongue to wet our tongue to, so that we can make sure we don't give somebody 220 instead of 120, right? So this all, and money is one of the things that's so good. This is how we introduce, one way we introduce bad bacteria to our system. So that's how something we get sick, we say, but my stomach really hurts me, but what did I eat? It's not actually what you eat. Well, what well, about you wash your hands? The food you eat, did you wash it before you eat it? And this is where the probiotic is important because what it does, it helps fight those bad bacteria. Right. And that builds a good immune system and that's how you stay healthy. And that's why they're telling you those days for people with underlying issues and the people, you know, who don't have a good immune system, you know, they, they, they are most likely to get sick from the viruses and all the diseases and all of that stuff. But it begins with your health. How do you take care of yourself? And that's why probiotic is important because it's job in the gut. It begins with the gut. Everything is important with the gut. You need to have a good population of good bacteria to fight those bad bacteria. So Jeff, doing business in the Caribbean, you said that you have CariFeed, CariFeed, mm -hmm. which is a feed production um, venture producing feed in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. But, however, you see how you, you came to the U.S., you know, opportunities were there, you educated yourself, and you were able to do business in, in the U.S. Mm -hmm. In your experience, why, or maybe I'm wrong, do you find it um, easy to, to be able to start a business in the Caribbean and to keep a business going in the Caribbean? I heard you say that you did some tests with some folks in the Caribbean with flowers and they didn't have all the material they needed. It just seems like in the Caribbean we just don't have that interest in doing business in a sustainable way. And of course I'm talking I'm very, very broad strokes, but in general, that's my impression. What, what, what has been your experience and why is it so? Well, that's a good question at a good time to ask this question. Um, we just celebrated Easter for those who are Christians. Um, 
and then one of the script, popular scriptures we'll go through um, when God tried to explain, um, Jesus tried to explain um, to his own people and they tried to kill him and um, they didn't respect him. And then he said, his words were, um, you know, uh, 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 it is difficult for a king, I can't remember the exact term, but it is not easy for a king to be king or a prophet to be prophet in his own, own hometown. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is, this is what is happening. Unfortunately, in the Caribbean, um, you know, back in the days, you know, when you had the Eugenia Charles, the John Compton, the Edward Piega, Errol Barrow, Tom Adams, you know, just in the field. Um, you know, we had good leaders that empower our, um, their people. Um, empower their people very well. And they invested in their people. You had, I remember, um, young boy growing up, um, when people, Eugenia Chapsey sent people to study, the goal was to go up there, learn the skill and come back and to bring it back to Dominica. And what is happening in the Caribbean is that we, um, we don't respect each other. We don't um, take the time to invest into each other. We seem to be in a competition with each other, and that's where the problem starts. And also, one of the hardest things to do business with, and I can refer specifically to the island of Dominica, where I'm from, is that doing business with some of these islands is extremely difficult. Um, the training system is not there like how it was before, like back in the 80s. Um, you don't have the junior secondary programs in place, like technical schools. Um, you don't have a lot of this facilities. And this is what we need to go back to, to do business, to make business success in the Caribbean. If everybody that work, um, that go to high school or the grammar school or content high school or whichever school in Dominica, and their, their plan or hope is to get a job at WeChurch or Astrofans or EHRs or some of the other companies in Dominica, what you think is going to happen is that you're going to have more people than jobs available, and that's a problem. The Caribbean need to invest, government, they need to invest in young people and introduce serious entrepreneurship programs for the youth. And this is where we can grow. Because I look at myself, I came to Dominica and I tried to talk about providing to the Ministry of Agriculture, to the former Minister of Health. And they were not really interested. Now all of a sudden, um, they hear it from somebody in the U.S. or, or some other person from somewhere else, Probiotic is good to help the immune system. Now they're interested. Whereas, from the time I started this thing, since before Maria, we are trying to get rid of antibiotics, trying to tell our people what probiotic can do for you, not just for our lifestyle, but for human beings. We will be well ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. We will probably have a manufacturing company making not just probiotic for livestock, but to use into human consumption. Right. Because one of the things I can tell you, there's another set of uh, uh, bacteria or probiotic called bacillus strains, like bacillus coagulum, bacillus subtilis, bacillus amylicofessionis, bacillus informus. Those species are very stable. And this is some of the ones that use in different combinations into the animal feed that makes it stable and it can survive um, um, the, the heat-treated parasite. Same as what we could do this in the Caribbean. We could have our own niche market. But Tony, to be frank with you, because going on this, I should say to you too, the good news is I am actually 
as we speak, I'm doing some research development, a program, I am hoping we get through with this program, a grant, to actually produce the Caribbean with a very stable probiotic that has shown very good effectiveness into the guts of humans. And it does not have to be refrigerated because that's a challenge to, to send providers to the Caribbean to keep it refrigerated or frozen. Mm-hmm. You know, air freight is very expensive. Right. So, so we, we, we work with a company um, and where we have developed a product. And one of the good strengths is there, and I, I want to explain that, um, why we're doing this, uh, um, to answer your question there, I, I, I know I'm trying to explain a little too detailed, but to answer your question there, to do business in the Caribbean, it takes a certain person with a certain culture mm-hmm. and dedication that decide. difficult, right? It, yes, it's very, very difficult, because first of all, you are a Dominican, you try to go to business in Dominica, they may not listen to you, but let's say somebody from a different country, whether it's a person of color or a white person, whatever the case may be, they're going to listen to that person. And it's the exact same experience because the same thing I spoke about probiotic, why is it good for you, why is it good for you, is that the same thing you're hearing on CNN on the other major networks, and these things have introduced to people carrying before, and nobody is unfortunate. So, so as we approach the, um, the close of our conversation, you know, um, this coronavirus, is is devastating the world, devastating mm-hmm. the United States. It's knocking on Dominica's door. It's there already. It's inside. It's just. It seems like the, so far it's contained. Which is good. Um, what role do you see probiotic playing in the people uh, being able to withstand and survive the onslaught of this virus? Let me make it clear that probiotic is, is not a medication to, to, to stop corona. I want to make this clear. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But what, I'm, what, I, what is interesting, I'm in the stores here too, even product we make um, you know, for customers, you go to the store and then anytime you look for probiotic, um, you know, like probiotic in gummies, you can even find them on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, they are going that quickly. They are really going that quickly. So I really believe that um, this thing that started um, in the 90s or late 80s, about probiotic, people used to call it fufu dust, they didn't believe in it. I think it had make a general great impact in with what's going on with the virus around the world. And this is really good because people now are aware of their health and the things that they need to take. And I believe that there's way more probiotic can do. And we just, as we researchers, we work with researchers, what we are finding, the amazing thing that it does. So I really believe that probiotic is going to have a great impact um, in, in the years ahead. Um, one of the ways to really keep yourself healthy and to help your immune system. And it doesn't really cost you much um, to do for both your livestock and for yourself. So I, I see a great thing um, for probiotic down the road. I think you're going to have a, a great role to play. And, and more and more doctors, especially DOs, are recommending um, more alternative medicine, more natural medicine, instead of just getting a prescription where they uh, appoint the people to, hey, you know, you should take probiotics, you should take vitamins and stuff like that. Uh, which, before I close, I'll explain that. I don't want people to get probiotic and vitamins mixed up. They are two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, um, like I like to talk about Dominica. It's a place I dearly love to my heart. Um, um, in Dominica, if you go and you have two oranges, and even one orange, um, what we've done, we, we check these things. The, if you have one orange, you're going to get way more vitamin C than if you take 
even 20 gummies of the vitamin C mm -hmm. um, because the, 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 the level of the oranges um, um, in the vitamins in there, it, it's fresh fruit, you don't have to do anything to it, it's much higher. And I want to explain that. Our vitamins, you go to take them, but one of the things you can save more in places like Dominica, you're better off eating citrus, you're going to get much more effective vitamin C, the use of it into your body than, than the gummies. I'm not saying the gummies are good. It is good. It, it helps you, especially if you're one of those persons you can eat orange or you can eat citrus. Um, you, you, you want something that more tasty. It is good. But in, in, in reality, um, research has shown what, what we have done work here. We have seen that the, the pure fruit, the whole fruit, obviously, is have a higher um, um, benefit, benefit of vitamins. Okay. Than, than using it in pain. So people get those two confused, but they are not. So if you buy in a gourmet probiotic, we recommend that you make sure, if it's on the shelf, it's not in the refrigerator, we recommend you look for um, um, the one that's the distillous coagulant, and distillous spell B-A-C-I-L-L-U-S, distillous coagulant, C-O-A-G-U-L-A-N-T. Coagulant is one of the uh, very different kind of distillous strains. It behaves like a lactobacillus, but it is a distillus, it's very stable. And if you're taking um, coagulant um, into a, a probiotic on the shelf, um, the recommended dose is between 2.5 billion up all the way to 8 billion. It's not going to hurt mm, you. So it's, it's very um, it, numerous. Mm. Yeah, and the thing about it is it will tell you to some, um, they will tell you, um, um, you know, up um, 4 billion per serving. And it will tell you if it's one gummy or two gummies. Most places it's two gummies to get that because the reason why when you make this probiotic blend, um, the, you have to put overage and in shipping, mishandling and all of that, some of it could die off. So that's why the, most of them are recommended at two um, um, gummies per because then you get the, you get the over blend. So if it dies off, you make sure you still get it. But these are great, these are great products to use. I strongly recommend them. I take probiotic myself. I take the powder vision. That doesn't have any true artificial flavor because we make the right ingredients. I take here myself and my kids, everybody. And people always ask, well, how come you guys don't get sick? Or I keep telling to people all these years, since 2002, Tony, I've been doing this. I am taking probiotic and it makes a difference for me. Right. And so it's important to, to state what you say where you're not, you're not proposing by any means that probiotics is a cure for, for corona or for the COVID-19. What you're saying is that different people who are infected with the virus react, their bodies react differently. And so we can only imagine that someone with a stronger immune system would most likely have a milder um, reaction to being infected with the virus, as opposed to somebody whose immune system is compromised. And 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 from the research that's out there, widely out there, probiotics, along with vitamins and and healthy eating, mm -hmm. gives a boost to your immune system. And so at this time, where you can all the help that we can give our immune system is beneficial. 
<laughs> one of the cheapest ways that we can get a lot of bang for our buck in terms of shoring up our immune system is to get probiotics in. So, so, uh, uh, so Jeff, what you guys are doing is tremendous because you guys are affecting it on the plant level. You guys are uh, affecting in, in livestock in the sense of reducing the, the use of antibiotics and also introducing healthy biotics. So the economics of farming um, is not in the opposite direction to farming that is good for the community. They actually complement each other. And then you guys are now into human consumption where you make human-grade probiotics for some of the biggest companies. So I, I really admire the accomplishments of your company. And um, and I wish you and your and your company and your family all the best at, at this time um, and, and wish you continued or inspiration or creativity to contribute even more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, th thank you, Tony. Um, appreciate that. Um, you stay self and healthy too. And for those who are wondering, like, how do I contact this guy for your question? Sure. You can visit us at, at wasinc.com. It's just like Wasin Dominic. Um, www.wasin is spelled W as water, A as an apple, S Sunday, E Edward, E Edward, N. Nancy.com. So that's wasinc.com. And if you want to do livestock farmers or families in Dominica wondering, well, why can I get a seed? Carry seed. Um, the only probiotic seed in the Caribbean right now, um, is also sold at Fabrias in Roseau. Um, now at Jacob's Seed, um, in Kinkill and at Gadi, Charles Gadi, um, Bethel Fund in Salisbury. And you can visit us also at carryfeed.com. And carryfeed is spelled C as a cat, A as an apple, R as Roy, I as Isaac, F as food, E Edward, E Edward, D as Dominica. Dot com. So that's carryfeed.com, C-A-R-I-S-E-E-D.com. And um, you have questions, um, we're more than um, willing to help a lot of our um, users on feed. Um, simply, they can get all the agents on the island, they simply send us an email or even call and, and you get me directly. Uh, all this information is on our website. And um, we, we, we thank you for the opportunity and we really want to educate the public about um, the do's and don'ts. And, and I hope the information tonight was very useful for those who were in doubt and had a question um, about providing. No, certainly it, it, you clarified so much for, for the listeners. I learned a lot. You say when you talk to me, you learn stuff, but I learned so much tonight. <laughs> and, and, and I hear you, um, these complicated names of these microorganisms, you just roll out of, roll off your tongue so naturally. And, and I hear the passion and the enthusiasm with which you speak about your work. Uh, and of course that, that is the first ingredient. To success. So, so Jeff, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, I, I wish you, as I said, all the best. Stay safe, uh, and I hope that um, <clears throat> that we continue to see your work, and and in the Caribbean, in Dominica, and internationally. So, thank you again. All right. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for the listeners for listening. All right. Good night, Jeff. All right, have a good night. Uh, so you had it, my guest tonight on this week in interview was uh, Jeff Bellot. He is the Vice President of Operations of Wasin Incorporated. You can find them at wasininc.com. Wasin is W-A-S-E-E. -E 
N I N C dot com. So wasininc.com or at Carry Feed because they have uh, a, a livestock feed business in the Caribbean. So Carry as in Caribbean Carry Feed dot com. You can also find them there. It was such a pleasure talking to Jeff. This has been this week in interview. I want to say thank you to all my regular listeners who continue to to listen over the years uh, that week as years we've been on the air. I appreciate you and your time spending it with us every Wednesday. If tonight is the first time that you're hearing this week in interview, come back next week. You too should become a regular listener to this week in interview. You got your information, go out, um, get your probiotics, get your vitamins. I wish all you listeners and your family a safe, safe passage through this frightening time of COVID-19 pandemic. If you are or your family is infected by it, I wish you a speedy recovery, safe recovery. And if unfortunately you've lost uh, loved ones or friends, my condolences to you uh, and wish you strength. Good night, listeners.